Hi guys and welcome to today's Set What JC channel daily podcast. We've got iTunes description, we've got email and we've got Twitter in the description below. Today's daily topic is a big day in America today, it's Independence Day. It's a huge day in America and for the right reasons. So today's topic is going to be about the American Revolution and how the treaty came about where they signed independence. So here's a little story for you. Okay, so back in 1763 is when it all began, and the French and English had just had a war, and it had ended. And because of this, England was skint. England didn't have any money, they thought to themselves, how are we going to get some money? So what they did was, they, they decided to tax the colonists. The colonists weren't happy about this, because they hadn't been taxed before, they were living tax-free, out in the colonies. So they kicked up a fuss because the uh, English bought in the sugar tax in 1764 and then they bought in another tax in 1765 called the Stamp Act. This annoyed people. So allegedly, some people are saying that farmers, lawyers and business owners in the colonies were thriving at this stage. They were earning up to the equivalent of half a million dollars a year. So they weren't happy about this. As usual, the, the rich didn't want to be taxed. What is it about the rich? Why can't they just pay the taxes like the normal people in the in flipping society? No, they've always got to find a way to get out of it. But they weren't happy. They were earning a lot of money and they didn't see why they should give it back to the British. They were out in the colonies and in their opinion they weren't being represented in Parliament. So they were upset about this. They said we don't want any taxation without representation in Parliament. So they started rioting. British aren't happy about this. British don't like riots. So they spent, sent 4,000 troops over to Boston and there were scuffles. And in March 1770 five people died and they decided to call this the Boston Massacre. And it was the first sign of blood in the new revolution. So in 1773, the British brought in another tax. They decided to call this one the Tea Act. And this one put a monopoly on the tea going in and out of the Boston Harbour. This upset people. They weren't happy about this either. They didn't want to pay any more taxes. So after officials in Boston refused to return three shiploads of taxed tea to Britain, a group of colonists boarded the ships dressed in mohawk outfits, and destroyed the tea by throwing it into the harbour. This was later called the Boston Tea Party. Hey, this is unacceptable. I was alright about this till now, but I'm British. I love my tea. I love Earl Grey. I love it all. It's sacrilege. Sacrilege it is throwing it in the harbour. What do you think you're playing at? That's out of order. You can't be going about doing that. But in April 19th, 1775, the British marched into Boston, Massachusetts, and there was trouble. No one knows who fired the first shot, but this is when the Revolutionary War started. And in June 1775, General Washington led his troops against the British. This was to be called the Battle of Bunker Hill. A thousand British troops died, but it was still considered to be a defeat for the colonists. At the battle itself, William Prescott ordered that the colonials should not fire until they can see the whites of the enemy's eyes. The whites of their eyes. That's pretty close, isn't it? You can see the whites of someone's eyes. It must be about 20 foot away. I'm not sure I'd want to wait that long. Yeah, you know, what's going on now? In July 1776, 13 colonies, that's 13, one and three, decided to de declare independence from Britain. And they chose Benjamin Franklin. They said, you draw up this declaration, Benjamin. We want independence from Britain. And you draw up the declaration. And, you had, and he had this ratified on July the 4th, 1776. 
but no one gave the colonists a chance. These British troops, they're no mugs, you know what I mean? They've had a few fights in the past. They don't fall down easily. They know what they're doing. So no one gave the colonists a chance against these superior professional troops. But the little did they know the colonists had home advantage. And they went on to stage lots of attacks. Most of them were by surprise. They went, and then they started fighting. They slaughtered a lot of the English this way. They were fighting in their own backyard. They knew where the hidey holes were. They knew where the corners were. They could walk through the fields. They knew everything about the land, whereas the English didn't. And this proved to be detrimental to the British. 1777, this was a huge turning point. At the Battle of Saratoga, the colonists won and they made alliances with France and Spain. Bloody trust the French and the Spanish to stab us in the back. Because of their win, they wanted to join up with them. And in 1781, the British troops got trapped. Old General Cornwallis surrendered. Yeah, this was in North Yorktown, Virginia. And that's when officially the war ended in 1783. And they signed the Treaty of Paris. And the British went home. Whoa, boo, boo. The Americans have won. They've won their land. And now they can start their own government. So that's it. The colonists had it. They had independence. They had independence from Britain. And most, more importantly for them, from King George III, who was the man in charge of all the taxes. I bet he didn't pay much tax. I bet he got out of it. Bloody George, he wanted you lot to pay. He wanted the Americans to pay. The colonists, the colonialists, or whatever you call them. He wanted them to pay the taxes so he didn't have to. Okay, so yeah, so that's the long and short of it. That's what happened in the American Revolution. I hope it wasn't too uh, succinct or out of key with what really happened. In the end, 13 colonists designated 56 people to sign the declaration. And John Hancock, the President of Congress at the time, was the first one to sign. He said, give that here, I'm going to sign that. I'm the President of Congress, I should do it first. So he did. But here's an interesting fact. Not one of the people that signed the Declaration of Independence was born in America. So not one of them 56 people was actually born in the USA. But to sign it was a bit of a death warrant in them days because it was extremely dangerous. And it was seen as a treasonable act punishable by death. So then people really were being brave when they signed that. I wonder how many people would do that today. So in America, it's a national holiday, Independence Day, the 4th of July. There's also an alternative version of the events, because in 1996, the film was made of the events as well. So if you don't believe what I say about it, you don't believe this the description I've given, why don't you listen to Will Smith and old Goldblum? Will Smith, Wild Wild West, the man from Miami. He also done a film about the Independence Day. It might have a, di- a bit of a different ending. It might have a different twist on it. But if you fancy it, go and rent that film today. It only seems fitting to sign off this podcast with the most famous extract from the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Happy Independence Day to all the Americans out there. Remember, don't get too drunk, because it's a school night and you've got work tomorrow. Thanks for listening guys, I'll catch you on the next podcast.